Welcome. Welcome to a place where you will hear from ordinary people who have stepped out in faith and have some extraordinary testimonies to share. My hope is that you will be inspired today, inspired to take your own step or leap of faith, to do that thing, no matter how big or how small, you believe God is calling you to do. Your faith may feel as small as a mustard seed right now, or maybe big enough to move mountains. No matter where you are in your faith journey, I am confident that God will meet you right where you are. I'm your host, Trish McCarthy, and I'm so glad you're listening. I'm so excited. Like I said before, at the end of that, uh, my Christmas sweater testimony, I told you that we were going to hear from my dear friend Sue today, and I lovingly refer to her as my dear Sue. She is so dear in so many ways, and I want to just tell you a little bit about how she and I know each other. We have known each other for 30 years, and she was the secretary at the school where I had my very first teaching job, and I probably walked through that office probably about five or six times a day just so I could be in her presence because she has a way of making you feel so special and so loved. I am so privileged to have her here with me and I'm so excited to introduce her to you. And um, Sue, can you, do you want to tell us just a tiny bit about yourself and your family? Yes, thank you. Well, it's a privilege to be on, on your program today. I'm excited about that and what the Lord's doing with you. But for me, uh, I will just say, because um, I have no problems with my age, I'm 72 years old. I'll be married to my husband this year for 54 years. We have two children, uh, our daughter Terry and our son Timothy, and we have 11 grandchildren. I presently, I still work. I work at a nursing home. I've been the receptionist there for 21 years and really am um, excited about my job and feel the Lord has me there for a reason. I, I shared my testimony. Those listening, they got to hear the Christmas sweater testimony. And I was wondering if you could share your side of it. Could you please tell us what you remember about that? that day, that moment? Yes. Well, this particular day, we were scheduled to have church, which we did often in those days. And before I was ready to go to meet you at a restaurant, I felt the Lord strongly tell me that I was to give you $30. And I thought, okay, giving you something was not a problem, but $30, I thought that was strange. Why that amount? But I did. I put it in an envelope, and I also felt strongly from the Lord that I was to tell you, and I wrote it on the envelope, that you were to use that money for yourself, something for you. You were not to use it to pay a bill or for any other reason or to give to anyone else. You were to use that money for something special for you. So I put it in the envelope. We went to lunch. We had a great lunch, and before we were ready to leave, I gave you the envelope, and I told you uh, what what the Lord had told me to to give you. Yes, and it's just amazing to me the de- how detailed he's such a big God, and yet he's so into these little tiny details of our lives to speak so specifically <laughs> to you about how much and what it was for <laughs> just it's still it just it blows my mind and yeah i was explaining in the in my testimony how that was such a defining moment for me i felt 
so seen and so loved and just that it was such a personal moment that he knew all these little details. And I was, I also had explained how I didn't put that sweater back. You know, the story I was at Walmart mm. and wanted that sweater and I put it back. I didn't put it back because I thought he was gonna get mad at me if I bought it. And I didn't put it back because I'm gonna do the right thing so I can get something from God. I just did it out mm. of my, my love, just for just my love for him. It's just a, yes. really like an act of worship almost, it felt mm. like to me. When that whole thing happened and you handed me that envelope, I'm sure I wish that I had a, I could go back in time and see video of that moment because <laughs> I'm assuming my mouth was probably like on the table because I was so in shock. And one of the really sweet things I forgot to mention is when I went, I went to Walmart like the next day to buy the sweater. And when I went there, th there was only one sweater left <laughs> and it happened to be in my size. So it, mm. one sweater left in my size. So it was just so amazing. I was so kind amazing. of curious in that moment and then just moving forward because I know how you operate. You, you spend time with him and you hear what he says and you do what he says. How do you know, what are some ways that you know that he's, it's him, that he's telling you to do, do something? Most of the time, I think it's, it's something I would think of on my own. It's, <laughs> I know it's not my, and so I know it's him and I listen, I, you know, I, I, I hear what he's telling me and uh, try my best to fall through with it. And one of the things that I, that you brought up too, is that in our obedience to him and what he feels don't do it for a reward. Don't do it because he's going to bless us because we have obeyed him or we've done something for him. We do it, like you said, out of our love for him. And whether we know why or what the reason was for it or receive nothing from it, you know, ourself, that isn't the point, is to obey him, to do it out of our love and if we never know the reason, that's just a, a Joel life that I found. He does not have to explain anything to us. Mm. He does not have to tell us why he does what he or why he asks us to do what he asks us to do. He does not have to explain it. All we have to do is obey. And we may never know the reason. We may never reason this side of eternity. Um, that isn't the point. We are just to obey and reach out. And for other things that he's put into my life, I have known why when I've done something that that was the very thing I was to do. Other times I have not known why at all I had to reach out and say something to someone or give something to someone. But um, that's not the point. The point is to just do it and, and to do it quickly. That's the mm. big thing that I've learned over the years. If he puts something in front of me, I usually find I need to respond right away. If I don't I miss that opportunity. If he shows me someone that's in need or someone that needs a word, if I wait on that, now so, there's other times when you have time, but okay. for the most part I found in my own life, you don't wait. You, mm -hmm. you respond right away because I have had times where I've hesitated mm -hmm. and then that person will you know, get in a car and drive away. I've never seen him again or just be totally out of my life. So the, the quick response um, is I think very important. One of the things I want to say, and that is my love for the Lord, that grows. And there's, mm -hmm. there's times when it grows, 
you know, rapidly and there's just things that are just revealed to you that is so amazing. There's other times where it's just a quiet time, um, but you, there's always more and more to learn and more and more to marvel at. And some of the most basic issues, like for me this past year, has been Jesus' death on the cross and his dying and his suffering. I've always appreciated that, but this past year it's becoming even more important to me and more brings tears to my eyes and I can't thank him enough for what he did for us. Mm-hmm. So there are things, even if it's just basic uh, tenets of our faith, they become more and more real. So it's important to keep just walking and walking and having him show us and show us things and to trust him. Um, I basically in myself, I'm a worrier and I have really, really recognized that where I give things to him. And before I know it, I'm taking it back, worrying about it again. And I'm so ashamed of that. And I say, Lord, forgive me. I gave that to you. What am I going to do about it? Mm-hmm. It's usually things I can do nothing about. So why am I taking it back? So I've really, really worked on that with his help. And he's, he's shown me I've become less and less a worrier and more and more trusting him that he has everything, every single tiny detail in his control and I can trust him and believe him for that we will never have arrive like it's a no. constant walk no. journey walk you know this faith walk and it's daily it's minute by minute and second by second yeah. thank you so much thank you for oh. sharing and I just want to end by saying this I <laughs> even Sue being here in this interview is such a testimony to her her faith and her obedience to the Lord mm-hmm. because she when I first asked her her initial response was <laughs> I can't do this because it's out of her <laughs> comfort zone. And she said, I don't think I can do this, but you can interview me and write the words down. And then <laughs> prayed about it. She prayed about it. And she called me back and said, I, I think this is what I'm supposed to do. So, and the, and the word the Lord gave me, you do whatever you need to do for Trish. So Aww. that was what it was Aww. for, not for Aww. something I thought I could do, but it was to do whatever I could do for you. I want to thank you for just being such a, a model uh, for me, Sue, just being a model of um, what it means to, to truly walk, walk by faith. Oh, thank you. I love the nuggets that, um, of truth that she shared with us about not waiting immediately when you know that god is calling you to do something don't wait seize the moments i just love that there's so many things i loved but please stay tuned because next up um the next episode i'm going to be interviewing kevin kennedy he is a missionary in thailand he and his family and he's got some important reminders for us so stay tuned Thank you so much for listening today. And if you are enjoying these testimonies and teaching, please subscribe to the Chasing Scrolls podcast and like and share it with a friend. 